Support for the Trailblazers.fm podcast comes from the Campaign for Black Male Achievement, a national membership network of more than 5,000 members all across the country working to improve the life outcomes of our black men and boys. I'm so excited to share that on Thursday, October 18th, CBME will be celebrating their 10th year anniversary and commemorate a decade of growth and impact for the Black Male Achievement Movement. Now, this gala is going to be honoring Tanya Allen of the Skillman Foundation, one of our past guests, John Rogers Jr., the CEO of Aerial Investments, and George Soros, founder of the Open Society Foundations. To learn more about purchasing tickets to the gala or... If you'd like to become a sponsor for the event, please visit blackmailachievement.org or you can shoot me an email, steven at tvpod.com. You're listening to the Trailblazers podcast, where we will explore the stories of successful black professionals. Join us as we highlight the knowledge, resources, and tools of these accomplished trailblazers to help provide the know-how, confidence, and motivation you need to blaze your trail. And now, here's your host, Stephen Hart. Hello, Blazer Nation. I hope you're enjoying these last few weeks of summer. As a reminder, we'll be resuming new interviews next week, and we begin an awesome new six-week series called Trailblazer Entrepreneurs on September 10th. You don't want to miss this series. It's going to be a terrific one for everyone, whether you're an accomplished amateur or aspiring entrepreneur or small business owner. I think you're going to find true value in these seven guests we are featuring over the six-week series. For today's episode, we're bringing you a brand new masterclass-style episode from one of our past guests and a dear friend of mine, Tiffany F. Sutherland. She's going to bring you some mission fuel that I know you're going to want to share out with your family, your friends, and your colleagues. I know you're going to find some nuggets of wisdom in this one. And my one ask is that you put this into action. You put something that you hear from Tiffany today into action this week. So here's our featured guest, our first three-time repeat featured guest on the Trailblazers podcast, Miss Tiffany F. Sutherland. Enjoy. Hey, Trailblazers. As Stephen mentioned, my name is Tiffany Sutherland, and I am so excited to be here with you again. When I was talking to Stephen about putting this episode together, we realized that this would be my third time on the podcast. I was a guest on episode 36, again on episode 99, and now with you on episode 134. And I am so excited to be here. I'm so humbled by the opportunity to share this space with you all. And to share this space with my brother, Stephen, because he is a truly a brother, such a great friend. And I love the community here. I appreciate all of your support that you've given me since being a guest on the podcast. And so I look forward to talking with you today. But one of the things that I, as a career coach and founder of Four Corners Coaching, where I help ambitious professionals identify their gifts and strengths so they can contribute where they are called, I am often having conversations with my clients about confidence. And as ambitious professionals, as people who are super focused and driven in so many different areas of our lives, we still find ourselves not really sure how to 
move ourselves to the next level sometimes in our careers. And it's not because we're not talented. It's not because we are not excellent. It's not because we are not ordained with certain gifts from our creator, but it's often because we have not actually taken stock in who we are, in what we have to offer, and some things that I want to share with you on how to do that. So I want to talk about five ways to increase your career confidence. And the first way that you can increase your career confidence is to own your story. If you go back and listen to episode 36 and 99, I shared so much details about my story and I'll share a little bit with you more today, but the importance of owning your story, it is the foundation of helping you show up as a whole person. And before we ever walk through the door of any employer and any company, if we are not showing up as whole people, it is very difficult for us to then show up as confident people in our careers. And a lot of people get away with faking it, right? A lot of people get away with having this ambition that is, or having this kind of compartmentalized existence that allows them to kill it at work, but then their relationships are falling apart or they're doing really well in their career, but their health is suffering. They're doing really well in their career and their faith is lacking. They're doing really well in their career and their finances are in shambles. And that is not to say that you are, you know, firing on 10 on all cylinders at all times. But when you are crystal clear about where you have come from and how where you have come from informs how you show up where you are right now, it is so difficult for people to rock your foundation. It is so difficult for shadiness happening at work to throw you all the way off because you have something to come back to. When you own your story, you are clear about what makes you who you are and the things that help inform who you are as a person and having nothing to do with your credentials and your accolades, right? I was having a conversation with one of my colleagues today about foods that we ate growing up. And we were talking about sweet bread and, you know, having, never having hamburger buns and hot dogs, but always only having white bread as the universal thing to make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, hamburgers and hot dogs in the house. And as we were talking about that, what I recognized was that there are certain values that came out of having that kind of childhood, right? And those things like scrappiness, knowing how to make the best out of nothing, knowing how to be resourceful, those things didn't stop in my childhood. Those things carry into who I am when I show up at work. So when you own your story, when you own where you've come from, when you own the strengths that come from your story, including the painful parts of your story, you are armed with intangible traits that you may not necessarily be able to put on a resume, but you can articulate in an interview. You may not be able to put them on a resume, but they can show up when people interact with you. You may not be able to list them on a resume, but they will undoubtedly be revealed in your character and in the way that you interact with your colleagues. So, and that can work in the negative way too, right? But when you own the positive things, when you own the strengths, when you adopt a perspective of turning pain into perseverance, turning pain into purpose, you know, looking for opportunity in your obstacles, then you have the ability to then say, okay, when I am a, as Tiffany, as a person, when I'm standing in any room, this is who I am. And when I show up in a work environment as confident as I do outside of work, then the confidence in the work environment will follow, right? And that takes work and that takes some digging. It takes sometimes understanding how certain things in your past have informed your present and how they can inform your future. 
But that work is well worth the effort because it gives you so many intangibles that you can't get from any other aspect of your development in your career. So just to recap, the first way that you can increase your career confidence is to own your story. The second thing that you can do to increase your career confidence is to know your value and your values. And that kind of ties into what I just talked about in owning your story. But in other words, you have to know what you have to offer and you have to know what matters to you. So many of us are grateful for the good jobs that we have that we end up settling for just a good job when what we really want and what we really know that we deserve is a fulfilling career. And we end up settling for less than what we want and less than what we deserve because of the comfort, because of the security, because of an unbelief that we can actually have jobs that we enjoy and that do fulfill us. And I'm not saying, again, that there are not going to be times in any job, no matter how fulfilling it is, that you're going to have to do stuff that you don't like to do. You're going to have to be a part of conversations that are frustrating or annoying or difficult. But overall, the sum total of the work that you do can actually be fulfilling. And that's not reserved for people with money. It's not reserved for only people who are not minorities. It's not reserved for men. It's not reserved for women. It's not reserved for one type of person. That is available and accessible to you. But in order for you to get that, you have to actually know, well, what do I have to offer? What do I bring to the table? And I want to challenge you to think about when is the last time that you actually sat down and enumerated the things that you do well? When's the last time that you actually sat down and thought about the value that you bring to your team that nobody else brings? When is the last time that you thought about the way that your unique life experience and work experience contributes to the way that only you can show up in your work environment? And when you think about that, then I also want you to think about whether you have actually articulated the things that are important to you about the place that you work. When I talk, when I say the place that you work, not just the company, but on your team, is communication something that's important to you? How do you like to be communicated with? Is teamwork something that's important to you? Is the way that you receive your projects important to you? Is the way that you, the reporting structure, leadership, being a part of leadership, having a say in decisions, service, does your organization participate in service, opportunities for growth, trainings, is there flexibility in the way you show up to and from work? Is it really important for you to be able to wear jeans more than one day a week to work? Are you someone who really wants to wear business formal, right? Those things are things that matter to you. The ability to move upwardly within your company. Those are things that are values that sometimes we don't actually think about these things because we are just moving along within our jobs. We're just moving along within our companies because it is stable, right? It's consistent. It's something that we are familiar with. It's something that we know. And there's not anything wrong with that. I'm not saying that it's wrong to want comfort. It's wrong to want security. Those things are important. And there are sometimes seasons in our life where the security and the familiarity of the work is more important than being able to kind of risk it all to try and do something new, but we underestimate the availability that we have to actually pursue different types of opportunities that are more fulfilling and that are more gratifying because they seem so far-fetched, because they seem so far off. When I am here to tell you that you can do work that is fulfilling to you, that aligns with your strengths and your gifts, that allows you to contribute in ways that you feel that you are called in this world, and that gives you a sense of purpose and connection. It sounds 
far-fetched. It sounds like something that's only available to other people, but I tell you that that is true because I have walked that journey. I am walking that journey. I have helped clients walk that journey. And here's the thing. If you do not do the work to be able to sit back and say, here is how I want to show up in this world. Here are the things that matter to me. And here is how I know I am able to contribute to any space that I'm in. Then you will stay in a position that is not meant for you. And the thing is, is that if you are comfortable where you are, and if you don't want to go beyond that, that's fine. But if you're listening to this podcast, my guess is that you know that there's a next level that you want to reach. You know that there is something standing between you, where you are right now, and where you want to be in your career, in your work, in your business, in your life, in some area, way, shape, or form. And the difference, the way that you fill that gap is by being able to be clear about the things that matter to you and the value that you have to offer. And I know from my own personal journey that I chose a career path in a direction that was designed to in my own mind and in my own heart for my own kind of, it was meant to give me validation. It was meant to give me a sense of importance. It was meant to attach a sense of prestige to who I was as a person, but that's because I did not know my own value and my own worth. And if I had not done the work to step back and say, well, wait, why am I not fulfilled in this work that I am in right now? And it's because I was looking for something in my work that my work could never have given me. I was looking for my work to make me feel a certain way about myself that I could never get from my work. And so when you know your value, when you know what you value, and when you know the way that you can contribute to any space that you are in, there is nothing that a job title or that an employer or that a company can give or take away from you. And what it empowers you with, that knowledge empowers you with the direction and the clarity with which you can drive after the things that you actually want and the things that you can actually contribute to in a way that leave you fulfilled and that leave you more satisfied. And one thing that I want to offer you as a tool to help you do that is what I call a leverage list. And there's a workbook that I've created that will help you articulate the things that you have achieved at work, your responsibilities. And this is not a resume. This is a document that really gives you the space to reflect on what makes you show up the way that you do. What are the ways that you've been recognized in your role? What are some of the certifications that you've done? What are some of the leadership positions that you hold internally at work and outside of work? What are some of the ways that you have served your community? All of these things are things that inform who you are and inform the things that drive you, right? And when these things are just kind of floating around in your head and you're not really able to grab a hold of them and speak to them, then you're not able to then translate that in the work environment. You're not able to translate that into conversations about what you want to do. So the next thing, it kind of tying into that, the next thing that you need to be able to do to increase your career confidence is to articulate your role and your goals. So using this leverage list document, this is going to be a way to help you spell out what you do in specific detail. Again, this is a document that is just for your reference. It is just for you to be able to use and there are instructions about how to walk through it and how to use your job description and use your evaluations and all those kinds of things. But when you can articulate what you do in your current role and what you 
aspire to be able to do either internally at your company or for your next type of opportunity, now you know what you do and what you're working toward. But if you can't articulate those two things, what you do and what you're working toward, then how can you, how can you know how to take advantage of another opportunity? How can someone know how to help you get that next opportunity? And one of the things that I do with my clients is really help them get crystal clear about what they want. Because sometimes what happens when people come to work with me is they think they want one thing, but as we start talking more, as we get more specific, as I ask more why questions, as we work through their work experience, as we work through some of the things that cause them to leave one role and move into another, or as we look into the frustrations that they have or the things that really excite them about the work that they do, then we get to dig in and see, ah, this is the kind of stuff that you're looking for. Now that we can articulate what you want, now we can actually develop a plan to help you get there. But if you don't know what you want, then you will sell for anything, right? If you don't know what you're looking for, then any opportunity will look good. And you'll be looking for roles that are not necessarily designed for you, that they do not actually speak well to your position. And I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but some people will find themselves, they're so ready to leave the job that they're in at the moment that they rush into another opportunity. And within three months, they realize that the opportunity that they rushed into, actually they hate it. And that's because they didn't take the time on the front end to really articulate what they do now and how that informs what they want to do in the future. So just to recap where we are so far, the three things that we've talked about so far to increase your career confidence is to own your story, is to know your value and your values, and to be able to articulate your role and your goals. Now, those three were very internally focused. And this fourth one is about your network. So the fourth way that you can increase your career confidence is to stay connected to your network, both internal and external, internal within your company and external outside of your company. And I want you to think about three levels of relationships and your network, your peers, and you'll have, you probably will have more of these. There are mentors, and then you have sponsors. And I won't go into the specifics of each of those things, but when you think about staying connected to your network, Your network increases your career confidence because your network is full of people who think that you're awesome. And if there are people in your network who don't think you're awesome, then you're probably not communicating with those people with much regularity anyway, right? So when you are talking to people who know what you do, who are telling you how proud they are of the work that you've done and your accomplishments, when you're communicating with people who will help you work through certain challenges, who will help you figure out how to position yourself for the next career move, when you are talking with people who will use their social capital to push you forward for new opportunities, when you're talking to people who will help think through the day-to-day stuff that you're dealing with, when you're thinking about those people in your network, when you stay connected to those people, those people are constantly encouraging you. Those people are, and I say constantly, but depending on the frequency with which you're talking to them, but I remember having a conversation with someone who I consider to be a sponsor and mentor in some ways a couple months ago, and she was so We hadn't had this kind of career type of conversation. It probably had been about almost a year, but she was so complimentary of the work that I had been doing and the role that I've been playing and how interested she was in my career growth and success and in continuing to be invested in the things that I'm interested in. And that meant so much to me. And again, that conversation, we had that conversation that was, you know, a couple months ago, but it had been almost a year before we, between the last conversation that we had that was like that. But when you keep 
touch with people who will tell you, girl, you are fly. Dude, you are really killing it out here. That is important. And when you hear it from other people, sometimes we don't believe things that you know we know about ourselves until somebody reminds us that we do that thing really well. Man, you just sat up there and gave that presentation. That was, you did such a great job. And you are busy focused on, oh, you know, I missed that one point. And no one knows what point you missed because no one else knew your presentation the way that you did. But you hear that, you get that positive reinforcement. It really reminds you that you are excellent. And we, as ambitious people who are goal-oriented, we sometimes have to be reminded by other people because we are so hard on ourselves. And that is okay, but that's why you have to stay connected to those people. Stay connected to the people who will encourage you. Stay connected to the people who tell you that they're invested in you. Stay connected to the people who will remind you of the places that you have come from and the progress that you have made and who will challenge you to get to that next level. Because that's the other thing. You don't just want to talk to people who are going to help you stay where you are right now. You don't want to just stay in contact with people who are going to pat you on your head and say, oh, you did such a good job. You've come such a mighty long way. And while it might be true that you've come that mighty long way, you also need people who are going to stretch you and who are going to challenge you to push you further. And I can say, shout out to Steven. Steven is one of those people who I communicate with on a regular basis, who is always encouraging me to push me to that next level and gently nudging, challenging some of the ideas that I have, but always pushing me forward. So when you communicate with your internal and your external network of people to remind you of who you are, to help stretch you, to you know make you think about the opportunities that you're facing, those people will help you increase your career confidence. And the fifth thing that we can do, that you can do to grow and increase your career confidence is to invest in your development. And when I say invest, I'm talking about time, money, and energy. And this might mean spending time to, spending time, I guess, money and energy to read a book, to attend a course, to go to a conference. But when you get around a group of like-minded people, when you are diving into material that is going to, that's something that's really interesting to you, or you know that's going to take you to the next level, whether you're talking about studying for a certification exam or just learning how to, you know, rock with Excel in a new way that you've never done before, or to figure out what the latest trends within your industry are, those things are, you're adding more tools to your toolbox. And it is so important that you recognize that you are worth the time, financial, and energy investment. And I'll say that again, you are worth the investment. So many of us, especially people of color, we are so used to doing so much on our own. We are so used to being kind of behind the eight ball because of maybe resources that we lack up till certain points in our career. We are so used to the world telling us that we are not worth, that we can't or we shouldn't or that's not for us, that we internalize those messages and don't even recognize that we're doing that by the lack of investment in ourselves and in new opportunities because we will justify that it's too expensive or that it's too time consuming or that I don't really need that right now because you know I'm not really trying to, to move up that far. Why not? Why not make the investment in yourself? Why not take the opportunity to work with a coach? Why not take the opportunity to learn how to improve your brand? Why not take the opportunity to learn how to make your LinkedIn as fly as, you know, a top influencer, right? Those are things that we have to do and we have to see the value in that because other people are investing in their self. 
other career professionals, other people who are making it to the positions that they want, they didn't get there in isolation. They didn't get there because of their, you know, just everything that exists within them. They got there because they took time to think about what their value is. They took time to recognize what really matters to them and what's a negotiable and non-negotiable point about the type of work that they do. They took time to really figure out why they are interested in going in a certain career direction. They took time to decide that they're going to walk boldly in that big audacious goal that they have for themselves and really be intentional about the way that they drive themselves to that new goal. And they took the time to work with different types of people to help them get there. And if that means an Audible subscription, if that means listening to a bunch of podcasts, if that means hiring a career coach, if that means working with someone to really get you to that next level. As a coach, I have coaches for different things and I have continued to work with coaches. I have coaches now. I have worked with coaches in the past and I will continue to work with coaches in the future because there is a lot that I have to offer on my own. But when I'm talking about getting to that next level, I can't do it all by myself, nor should I have to, nor should I try to. So what I want you to think about is think about investing in yourself. I want to just recap the points that I've gone over today to really think about how you can increase your career confidence. And the first thing that you can do to increase your career confidence is to own your story. The second thing that you can do to increase your career confidence is to know your value and your values. The third thing that you can do to increase your career confidence is to be able to articulate your role and your goals. The fourth thing, stay connected to your internal and external network. And last but not least, invest in your development. As I get ready to wrap up, I want to mention the way that you can get the Leverageless workbook that I mentioned earlier. If you text TIFF South to 444-999, then you will have the opportunity to download that Leverageless workbook. And if you are ready to go a bit further, if you know that it is time for you to make a career change, I want to offer you the opportunity to join the Elevate Your Career Academy cohort, which will be launching in October. I am super excited about this program. It is an eight-week live training program that will leave you with a crystal clear strategy on how to get from your good job right now to your fulfilling career that you desire. There will be group training sessions. There will be office hours. There will be resume and LinkedIn audits. There will be a career strengths assessment that I am so excited to share with you all. So if you are interested, I want you to send an email to Tiffany at fourcornerscoach.com. And that's F-O-U-R cornerscoach.com. Steven, I'm sure will leave a link to my email in the show notes, but I am so excited about being connected with you all today. I'm so excited about Elevate Your Career Academy, and I want you to be a part of this cohort. And so if if you send me an email, express your interest, then we will have you there. So thank you again for having me on this episode of Trailblazers. It has been a pleasure. And until next time, be blessed and be a blessing. Peace. Well, that's it for today. Thanks again for listening to this episode of the Trailblazers podcast. I'll be posting links to all of today's book recommendations and links mentioned on our show notes page at tdpod.com. If today was your first time listening to the Trailblazers podcast, I just want to extend a warm Trailblazers welcome to you. We're so happy to have you here and we encourage you to go ahead and hit that subscribe button in your favorite podcast app. 
go ahead and browse through some of our past episodes to keep the knowledge flowing. If you're a fan of the podcast and today's content, and you're maybe already subscribed to the podcast, please continue to share and invite your friends, your family, your colleagues to listen to an episode that you think might impact them most. We believe that someone listening to these inspiring stories will be moved to make significant changes that will have generational impact for many others, both now and well into the future. Don't miss next week's episode. New episodes are released each and every Monday by about 5 a.m. Eastern. Trailblazers, jump off this podcast today. Go find a way to rise above, go way beyond, and keep blazing your trail. Cheers. Cheers.